0: Hey, welcome to Fearless Presentations. I'm Doug Standard, CEO of the Leaders Institute, and my goal is to help you become a fearless and professional speaker and presenter, even if you don't speak professionally. On this episode, I'm going to show you an easy way to organize a persuasive speech. So this is the same technique that really high-level salespeople use to create that perfect solution for their top clients It can also be used, for instance, if you're presenting to higher-ups in your organization and you need to gain approval on a project. So it's a very valuable skill that you can can use in a lot of different ways. Uh, By the way, if you'd like some one-on-one coaching to help implement this or or really any of the other skills that we cover on Fearless Presentations, make sure to go to fearlesspresentations.com and request some information. Our coaches teach sessions via zoom as well as in-person meetings in cities all over the world so again for details go to fearlesspresentations.com so our topic today is how to design really amazing persuasive speech outlines and this technique by the way will help you create outlines very very quickly so it, it makes it a whole lot easier than what most people do and in fact this sales presentation technique can actually be used in a lot of different ways. This is where people go, Whoa, 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 whoa wait, wait, Doug, Doug, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, so wait, did you say sales presentation? Uh, wait, I'm not a salesperson. At least I'm not a professional salesperson. This may not actually work for me. Here's the key thing that you have to keep in mind though, whether you're a salesperson or you're just trying to persuade coworkers to accept your ideas, this process is important. It's valuable. It's the same technique Um, No matter what your title is, you know, we're all trying to win people to our way of thinking. And this is a very effective way to help do that. So obviously, when you create a persuasive speech, you don't want it to be scripted. Um, In fact, a quick outline will typically work much better. And so that's what we're going to work on today in a previous episode called how to design a speech quickly i gave a few details on how to create a quick presentation outline so in this session we're going to add a little bit more detail about how to make that specific type of outline more persuasive so this technique is very similar to what we covered before but we're really going to fine tune it a little to make it more even more persuasive so it's a simple by the way three-step process that it will really help you persuade even the toughest audiences. So here's these are the three steps. So step one is you have to kind of change the way that you're thinking. You have to change from like a feature benefit type way of thinking to more of a problem solver. If you see yourself as a problem solver for that person that you're trying to persuade, they will see you as a problem solver as well, right? Um, The second step is you you want to identify, typically it's about the three most important problems that your product or your idea is going to solve for the people that are going to be listening to you. And then the third thing that you have to do is you have to prove to your audience, whether that's an audience of one or a hundred or a thousand or 10,000, that you can solve those problems for that person or for those people. So the secret to being pr- persuasive is really to show your audience how they can get what they want. <laughs> it's amazing how many people will try to be persuasive by being really self-centered. So, for instance, you know a lot of salespeople will start their sales presentations talking about their product or their company. Well, my company has twenty years of experience in this industry, or yeah, whoopie do, right? This product has a number of different features. Um, the the three-step process that we're talking about here will help you think more like your audience thinks. So when you think like your audience, your audience is more likely to agree with your conclusion when you finish. So let's kind of go through each one of those three steps in just a little bit more detail. Let's start with step number one, which is you want to change from a feature benefit type of way of thinking to being more of a problem solver. So in this step, you, it, when you design sales presentations, you, you really want to avoid the old feature benefit style of presentation. In the old days, salespeople were taught to first identify a feature of their product or an idea. This is what this is the feature. This is what this idea will do, or this is what this product will do, and then tell the audience how they would benefit. From that feature, for instance, let's say that a dentist is trying to persuade a patient to uh, or to brush longer, right? So, a feature benefit statement might sound like: brush at least two minutes. That's the feature, and you will have better checkups. That's the benefit, right? So, brush at least two minutes. You will have better checkups, and it it's good, but it it fall it fails to really identify. A problem that that patient might be experiencing, and that he or she may want to fix. So, a better way would be to start with the problem statement. Something like, "Hey, if you really want to avoid another root canal or or crown, you might want to try brushing two minutes each time, both in the morning and at night." <laughs> so, if you think about it, now, okay, if I if I, okay, better checkups—that's a benefit, but actually i don't like crowns and i do not definitely do not like root canals and if i've just gotten a root canal and a crown man i totally want to avoid that and so basically that persuasive speech is looking at it from that patient's point of view trying to find what that that problem is that that person is experiencing and and giving them a solution that will help them solve that problem so if you're selling a product think about think about the the customer's problem, not what your product does. You know, for instance, a feature of a computer might be to the the speed of the processor. A lot of times when you go in, that's one of the first things that computer salespeople will kind of tell you about is the speed of the processor. That what the problem though is not, it's not really, doesn't really have to do with the speed. It's what the lack of speed will cause, right? So we, you have to kind of think what problem will this increased speed solve for my potential customer? Well, it get, gets rid of that spinning wheel of death on your computer screen. So the point is, is that when you make the solution personal to the person, then you're going to be a whole lot more persuasive. So once you start thinking more like a problem solver for your client, the second step is you want to identify the the three most important problems that your product or your idea is going to solve for these people. So if if you're sure, just beyond a shadow of doubt, that you, you know what the audience's most important problem is, then you can skip this step. <laughs> However, most of the time, we really don't have all the information needed to identify what that single biggest challenge for that person is especially if you've got multiple people in the audience so if it so it's a good idea to create a few different bullet points or a few different challenges or problems that that each are that that the that your solution your product your idea will be a solution for each one of those potential problems so that way you've got a better chance of your audience Kind of thinking, oh, wait, I definitely want that, right? I can identify with that thing. I've experienced that thing. So when you have a total of maybe three different problem statements, they really become the backbone of your persuasive speech outline. By the way, an easy way to do this is just to go back to step number one, what we just did and just repeat that two more times. <laughs> Another way to do it is just to ask yourself, all right, what are the major problems that my product or this idea really solves? What are the what are the pro- why was this idea created? What was happening that was causing us pain or causing somebody pain that caused us to come up with this idea that is going to reduce some of that pain, right? So for instance, if you're selling a car to someone, you know, the, these ideas might be the, the potential problems like um, I'm embarrassed to invite my friends to ride with me in my old dirty clunker, right? Or I spend too much money on gasoline or my car has been in the shop twice this last year and it's costing me a fortune. If you know that these are the potential problems, then you can easily design a series of points that show the potential customer that this new car or this new product can solve those problems if you don't if you're not sure though you might pick a few that are very common and ask the person if any of those things are are true and then design your presentation around those things so that's the key thing is to try to come up with multiple problems that your idea is going to solve or that your product is going to solve and center your presentation outline your persuasive outline around those three things and then the final thing that you want to do step number three is you want to prove to your audience that you can actually solve these problems so so it which by the way is a lot easier than you might think because a lot of times when you just identify with that problem with that person, a lot of times they automatically assume that you can actually solve that problem for them. But keep in mind that if you if you've created a really well designed bullet point, it's going to help a lot. So so you have that really nice bullet point that that. Um, you you've um, identified a number of these potential problems. Now you got to pr- prove that your solution is going to solve the problem for these people. So the best way to do that, by the way, is with success stories from other clients, customers, people that your that um, your idea has already helped. So going back to the the problem statement for the car buyer, you know, we 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 just need to get some real life examples of success to prove that this new car. Can solve some of those problems. So, like for instance, a a, a car salesman could tell about somebody they'd rec- had recently sold a car to. So he could say something like, "Hey, last week I I had a um, a customer who told me that she and a coworker car pulled to work, and she said that she was looking for a car that was more dependable." Now, although she didn't come right out and say it, I think that she was kind of nervous. That she and the coworker would end up stranded on the side of the road, you know, and so when I handed her the keys to her new car, she smiled and said, I'm driving to work Monday, you know, I can't wait. So basically that by just sharing a quick little story about somebody who has already solved that problem that the person, the new person that you're talking to is experiencing, it gives you more credibility so that those stories are very valuable. For the gas mileage problem, an example that hits home might be in order. You know, so the 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 improved gas mileage of the new car may allow a driver an extra couple of days between fill-ups. So over a year, that could add up to over ten full tanks of gasoline that you can save, right? So basically, just giving an example or something that proves that that the solution that you're offering will actually help them fix that problem that they're experiencing right now. So finally, just the fact that the car is new (laughs) means that it's more likely to be, it's it's likely to be more dependable anyway. However, you can reinforce this with a success story um, where you can say, um, by the way, you'll be more persuasive. So you can say something like, you know, one of my customers had a job where he commuted over 50 miles each way, five days a week. He traded in a four-year-old version of this car and replaced it with the exact same make and exact same model, just a few years newer. And uh, and he 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 had um, he had put over 125 thousand miles on the car and never never did a single bit of maintenance to it except the oil changes, which is why he wanted the same car again when he when he came back to me. So just little examples like that will kind of show the person who's listening to you, that you have credibility, that you've solved that problem for other people before, and that your solution this time is likely to solve that person's problem. So basically, once you have these three components, you put it all together to create an an amazing persuasive speech outline. So what, what makes these great sales presentations, these examples really work is it's just, it's a basic persuasive speech outline. You know, you start by thinking about the problem that the audience members are experiencing. Next, you want to organize the potential problems into like the top three challenges. And then finally, use stories and examples to prove that your idea or your product can really solve these problems for the people that are listening to you. And if you do this, you're, you're going to create a really fantastic persuasive speech outline. By the way, if you're looking for a way to design your presentations more quickly and easily, you can always register for one of our two-day Fearless Presentations classes. They're coming up in areas all over the world. Now that COVID has kind of dropped down a little bit, we're starting to schedule more and more of these things. So you can go to fearlesspresentations.com to help you um, find a a location in your area that will help you hopefully very, very quickly. (laughs) Anyway, so thanks a lot for being a part of Fearless Presentations, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.